Hello, sports entertainment fans, and welcome to the latest edition of That's Not Wrestling. Nate Maxson here with you, along with Mr. Archie Mitchell and Mr. David Gold. Hello, gentlemen. How's it going Hi, out there buddy. tonight? It's not going. Bad. Not bad. We are What's here up? to discuss last night's Elimination Chamber match, or Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, network special, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to move this around on the page. Soon to be a Peacock special because it's moving the next, next well, month. They got all. I was just reading an article today about how that's already all screwed up. They actually yep. are going to have uh, the next pay-per-view on both the network and Peacock because I, I think they're having problems uh, migrating things over, which I've already noticed problems with my network, like freezing in certain yeah, spots. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I felt like I was watching the first part of Elimination Chamber in a 16 bit graphic. That's how mm-hmm. messed up the, the, the video was. But like I watch a lot of the old school stuff, right. and there's a lot of the segments. Like if you're watching old primetime wrestlings, there's there's things right now where the segment itself won't work. You'll have to right. switch over to something. You know, you'll have to skip over that segment. Yeah. Um, today, of course, as I said, we're gonna. Darn it, I didn't do it. I was gonna introduce us as simply Maxon Gold and Mitchell in honor of WWE's ludicrous decision to start calling Matt Riddle simply Riddle. Riddle. I'm sorry, I, I didn't get to mock them. I, I was, I was really so he went that. from Matt Riddle to Riddle to now simply Riddle. Yeah, now he's just simply Riddle. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. They made him simply Riddle? Or no, no, no. He's riddle. just Riddle. Just riddle. Oh, that would be oh I give, okay. I thought name. they added simply to it. No, like, that would at least that would be fun. Riddle is just the Riddle me this. What be a, a heel. decision. If he was simply Riddle, he'd have to be a heel. That's like a heel right. name. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking and, of the band Simply Red. And I was like, no, please don't tell me it's simply Riddle. Is that the don't you forget about me guys? Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm showing my age, baby. <laughs> we all are, my friend. All of our age is showing. Well, let's dig into this show from last night. I know Raw is going on as we speak. I have not watched any spoilers from Raw. We were going to do this show last night, and I was under the weather. so I heard Bad Bunny is all over Raw, so I could, I'm going to be fast-forwarding through that, so it's okay. Oh, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. All right. Well... Let's see here. We have a comment from a Facebook user. What's up? From Chillicothe Tank here. Hey, Chillicothe Tank. Thanks for joining us, Thomas Sanford. Hello, Thomas. Welcome to That's Not Wrestling. So we started out the Elimination Chamber. They actually gave credit to Triple... Well, they said Triple H invented the match, and then they said Eric Bischoff showed it to us, which in the storyline, that's not how it went down, but whatever. Right. Revisionist WWE history. Now, I don't know about you guys, but one of my biggest issues with Elimination Chamber is the chamber looks too cartoony now. It's red. It and it doesn't look it doesn't look they took away the steel too. They put that padding over top of Mm -hmm. the steel grates too, which I know hurt like a bitch, but they put the padding over it. It doesn't look dangerous. It doesn't look menacing. And I'm not saying I'm not saying Essentially, what I'm saying is if you can't have it look the way it looked, I am all for the guy's safety. But if you can't have it look the way it looked, don't do it. Right. You know, I mean, it looks it looks cartoony. It looks silly. Um, but anyway, we started off the show with the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, King Corbin, Jay Uso, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan in this one, which... What did you think about the stipulation of the, the uh, winner gets the immediate... 
title shot. Uh, I kind of called it when they said it on SmackDown that Roman Reigns was coming out immediately when the cage went up. You know, there was no way he was giving anybody a chance to breathe. Um, but, I mean, he's pulling off the chicken shit heel routine perfectly. You know, he's a badass when he wants to be, but then when he wants to be that predictable heel, I'm not going to give you a chance. I'm not going to let you even think about taking a deep breath. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is perfect because that's what WWE is lacking, a character who actually plays the part of a heel rather than looking like a tweener. He you is, know what I mean? Yeah, and he's doing a great job as a heel. Yeah. Although so. I think it's going to backfire when crowds come back, people are going to cheer him. Possibly, yes. I, I mean, they they booed him and booed him and booed him and wanted to be him to be. That's how yep. wrestling fans are, though. Give us what we want, and then they give us you. They give us what we want, and then we go. And then we shit on that. So of course, that's fickle. What we do. Daniel Bryan said it best. Fickle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fickle. Um, the first one out, Baron Corbin. You know, I was happy about that. He didn't need to be in it anyway. Wasting my TV time. Um, I like Corbin as a heel because you hate him. He's doing his job, right? I, I, I but I don't hate him because I hate him as a heel. Right. I hate him because I hate him as a performer. I can't stand him. I, I think and that's he just was me. better as just Corbin me. with the long hair when he was in NXT. I, I do like that Corbin better, but I think this Corbin is a better performer and maybe not an in ring person. But man, you gotta hate that guy. He's doing a good job. It just seems like they keep switching his gimmick up, and they don't. Is he King Corbin? Is he just Corbin? Does he have the two guys with him now? They fired one of those guys. They don't know what direction they want him in, and that's screwing up him his in ring performance too. I'm going to love his future endeavored Corbin gimmick. When that happens, that's going to be great. <laughs> I don't want to be um, fired, Dave. Nah, yeah, he could go work in AEW. There's other places to work. I don't there. want to be AEW. No, thanks. <laughs> I like He's AEW. Good where he is. Yeah. The second guy out, Sami Zayn. Uh, the Sami Zayn thing, I hope that this results in us actually getting to watch at some point the documentary. Like right. literally, make it like an hour long documentary. Actually on the show, network, right. yeah. Actually the show the documentary he's working on. I like I like the storyline with him. Um, he's I think he's in the right place for his character. He is, but he's Sami Zayn as a heel is like wow. Okay, the the, the fun loving, crowd pleasing guy turned into a heel, but now he's like overdoing it and he's coming off like a really, really bad cartoon character. I wanted to dial it back slightly and become a little more with a killer instinct rather than it just being conspiracy. You know, Chris Jericho did that conspiracy theory routine in WCW, mm-hmm. but he also had a killer instinct that he was beating his opponents thoroughly. Moving to Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko. If Sammy was doing that same thing, it would be better, but now he's looking to get over and then when he loses, it's automatically conspiracy, you know. Right. The next guy out was Kevin Owens. I was kind of surprised Which by I that. I was surprised by that. that she, I, by Owens. the way, Sami Zayn looks like a homeless guy. So he's <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, he really does. <laughs> he looks like us locked up in COVID for the last six months. <laughs> That's probably what he really was, though, David, because when he came back, he had this look. As you as know? as Alberto Del Rio would say, he looks like a bump. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> yeah. When Alberto Del Rio was trying to tell Bret Hart he looked homeless, and he said, "You look like a bump, a homeless person." Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> um, the MVP of this match was eliminated. Oh, actually, well, Kevin Owens. I was expecting him to be. I was expecting it to come down to him and Brian. I did um, too. But and I'll be honest with you, I know the idea is to make Jey Uso look strong because he's Roman's henchman. 
But in my opinion, to have Jey Uso eliminate Kevin Owens and Cesaro for no mm-hmm. rhyme or reason is just like, okay. And then, you know, the injured Daniel Bryan comes out of left field and eliminates Uso, which is great. I'm happy Daniel Bryan is now thrusted into a world title picture again. But I'm just not buying Jey Uso as the, the, the henchman that we need. I want, you know, you watch MLW, don't you, Nate? And yes. David? I want yeah. Jacob. I want Jacob Fatu to be the heavy for Roman Reigns. You know, a right. guy like that, a big burly Samoan, not Jey Uso, who just a month ago was getting smacked across the face and told him, "You're not the head of the table. You're a piece of shit." You know what I mean? Somebody commented that uh, Sami Zayn is a Castro wannabe. I like. That. <laughs> he does look like that. Yes. <laughs> the fits MVP, the character. The MVP of the match, I think, was eliminated next, and that was Cesaro. Yes, he should have um, won it. Yeah, I agree. I they agree. need to finally give that damn man his push. I mean, having him win the Andre the Giant tournament <laughs> is not a push. Right. right. Sorry. They're like, <laughs> oh, well, they it? let him win the Andre the Giant tournament. That's not it a push. It did so much for the big show, Baron Corbin, mm-hmm. and everybody else who won it. Now, they did push Baron Corbin, though, after that Andre the Giant. Yeah, they world. gave him the money in the bank, which he then lost, and then they gave him the King of the Ring, which he hasn't done much with. But they're not doing anything with Cesaro, man. Not at all. Like, and he's like one of the best performers they have. And you know in a month he's going to be in another tag team with somebody, probably Daniel Bryan, and they're going to win the titles. It's just the way that they do. do they, yeah, they, they, they disappoint me with Cesaro in the same way they disappoint me with Nakamura. You know, I just – you have this amazing talent, and you marginalize this talent. You yep. Every once in a while they get that little that little brush with the top, and then they're right back down again to the, to the mid card. Daniel Bryan wins the match and then gets a title shot at Roman Reigns. Should have saved it for fast lane. I agree. Or at I, least I, for the ending of the night, you know, I but I guess they couldn't spoil what was about to happen. So well, they should have saved that main event for fast lane. Yeah, because people want to see people want to see a one on one competitive match between these two. Well, that's because wrestling fans, just like us, read spoilers and read the dirt sheets and know that Daniel Bryan was taken off TV so that he wouldn't get a better reaction than Roman Reigns. So now that Roman Reigns is a heel, he can get the reaction he deserves against Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you see know? Bryan versus Edge, too. Uh, I would, too. I agree. I'd rather them Absolutely. put the belt on Bryan at Fastlane. He beats Reigns, pulls the upset, and then faces Edge. Uh, or if you know, really don't want to take Reigns out of the picture, I would have. I would have been okay with a triple threat match. Why not? The the well, I'll get we'll get to the triple threat thing in a minute because I do have something I want to say about that. But I think that I agree with you. Daniel Bryan and Edge would be more satisfying, and I also think they're going to fall into the trap with an Edge Roman Reigns match in the whole spear versus spear thing. Oh yeah, and I mean, oh, for God's sake, does the whole match have to boil down to that one? You know what I'm well, saying? Someone brought up. A, someone made a, a a video on YouTube. And it was celebrating Edge going to face Roman Reigns, which I was surprised how quickly they did it. It was up today that Edge is returning home to SmackDown now to take what he never lost and reclaim his table because he's always, you know, he was the main man on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. If that's the storyline they want to tell me, uh, more power to him. That's what I want to hear. But if it's just Spear versus Spear and head of the table against the conquering, you know, return uh, uh 
part, you know, the disheveled wrestler. sea captain. That's yeah, what that looks like, like, a disheveled yeah, sea I'm captain. I love that. You know, I, I do too. I was happy when he came back, and I love his entire storyline. Mm-hmm. But they need to boil it down to it being, hey, I was gone for ten years. I was injured. I was, I was, you know, out, and you, you couldn't hold down the fort. So I'm back to take it. The way kind of like Cena did with Roman Reigns. Yeah. When he told Roman, you're lucky I'm a part-timer because I, I don't have to do this full-time or else you'd be out of a job. Right. You know? So to the triple threat thing, it, the next match was Lashley, <clears throat> Riddle, and John Morrison. And here's – I hate and, – and you guys can disagree with me and let me know why I'm wrong, but I despise triple threat matches for titles. I always have because I hate the fact that a champion can lose their title without losing the match. I think it demeans the meaning of a champion. I've never liked it ever since they started doing it back in the Attitude Era. Um, I like triple threat matches, but I don't like triple threat title matches. Well, what if the person pins or makes the champion submit like it's happened a few times? The premise still bothers me. The premise bothers me that a champion can lose his title without actually losing the match. I, We've it got always has. Amazing triple threat matches. I, and I'm not, oh, no, I'm, not I agree disagreeing. With that. I'm not disagreeing. I like I like a lot of triple threat matches. I just have always been not a fan of that particular loophole, I guess. My uh my reasoning for not liking many triple threat matches, they're very predictable. You throw the first guy out of, out of the ring for two minutes while two guys fight. Then that guy comes back in, throws one guy out again, and now those two fight. And then it's sometimes never it's, all three. It's and never, then someti- you know, sometimes it's done to perfection, like WrestleMania twenty. You know, right. Hunter right. and Sean and, and Hunter and Sean and Benoit did probably the best. That I, would my be one of the favorite, better triple threats, right? My, my personal favorite triple threat match, I think. Was that one. and then Daniel and and Orton and Batista was really damn good too. But all yeah. four, of those, um, all three of those guys did their job. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I I agree with what you're saying, but at the same token, it's it, there's. I feel that it also allows the champion to say I wasn't pinned or submitted. Yeah. Gives especially so it gives champion. a storyline added to it, like hey, you didn't beat me, so they can come back and you can add a couple pay per views to it, mm-hmm. right? And keep building off of it. So I think there's a good added piece to that. But um, I, I'm, I mean, it depends. I've seen some really bad triple threat matches, and I've seen some really damn good ones. Oh, definitely, you know? yeah. Um, this, this one, one was, was not- decent. It wasn't good. Yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. You took Keith Lee out, who was the best one in the match. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think there's something going on with Keith Lee because he apparently isn't at Raw tonight either. I think they he may claim have an injury, COVID. but they keep yeah, maybe it's COVID. Well, Mia had mm-hmm. Mia Yim, his current fiance, had COVID for the last, like last month, and then he went to go be with her to, to check on her, and then all of a sudden he's been off TV for two weeks. So it just seems a little odd, you know, bad timing mm-hmm. in, in yeah. my opinion. Um, John can, Morrison is floundering. They don't know what to do with him again. And I was happy that he got put in the United States title match. But, of course, it was to eat the pin from Riddle instead mm-hmm. of Riddle beating Lashley, who's been destroying him every week anyway. Right. You know what We're, I mean? And we'll, we'll get into Miz later, obviously. But I got to say, I, and, and I talked to Aaron about this, I think, last week or the week before. I am I am of two minds on Morrison and Miz. I like the Miz. Right. I like John Morrison. I do not like the Miz and Morrison together. Not anymore. Like they, they early years, yeah, but not now. They're no. super annoying together. Yeah, 
I, I like them as separate acts, but you know, I just like them to part ways again. But yeah, we get we get Riddle getting the U.S. title without actually beating Bobby Lashley, which um, you know that, that moves. Lashley strong. Yes, yes, well, it moves. Lashley it moves. strong and not pinned and unbeaten. That's another reason to not have him beaten. So I like it, and, and it's unrealistic that if you're trying to build him up as a monster to have him lose to Riddle. But um, Riddle's a legit fighter. He's an MMA guy too. So I mean. They could have yeah, gone down and, and actually had a fight and seen who comes out the winner. You know, it wouldn't have been that bad. My problem is, is for the last three weeks, you've let Bobby Lashley look like a freaked out roid head and having these spouts of, of you know, freaking out and beating the shit out of everybody in his path. And then all of a sudden, oh, he doesn't even take the pin because MVP was blocking him on the outside. Is it me or you know? is he is he on, on Bobby Lashley? Do you guys agree with me? I think he is in. He has the best look. He has, and he is in the best position that he's been in in his entire career right now. Yes, like it, it, he, he's. I, I'm excited that it might be him and Drew at WrestleMania. I agree. Um, and I also think that the one thing you know, and you know me, I nitpick. I nitpick so much, but this is where I say I've I've resigned to myself. We had the big debate that the sports entertainment, not wrestling anymore. And this is one of those little things that where it's sports entertainment and not wrestling. I guarantee you that Lashley, they will just move on with Riddle as U S champion and Lashley won't get a a rematch. Well, if the current reports are true without giving anything away that happened at elimination chamber before we get to it, Lashley is pegged to be the next challenger for the world heavyweight title. So if that is the truth, then yeah, I could fully see Riddle moving on with the U.S. title and Lashley just going in and destroying Drew now. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not a bad thing. Like I said, it's he's he's been they've needed to push him to and the perfect thing MVP MVP at his side has upped his game he's so much. He's yes, because if there's one thing Bobby's ever lacked, it is promos. Am I the only one that would prefer Theodore Long versus MVP, though? Well, I mean... Holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla, I don't know if I mean, remember when he was with Mark Henry and was building him up as a beast? Mm -hmm. I mean, that put Mark Henry off the stratosphere, and that dude, we got a world title run. So, Theodore Long's a better manager to me. I just... It's just my preference. I like old school managers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Holla, holla, holla. It seems like MVP's trying to put the spotlight on himself sometimes. You'll go one on one with the Undertaker <laughs> in a tag team in a tag team match. <laughs> He's not here. He retired. What? Hang on. What? <laughs> <laughs> the next match was the WWE Women's Tag Title Match: Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler against Sasha and Bianca Belair. Best match of the night. One of the worst endings I've ever seen, though. Best match of the night. Freaking Belair is just. A rock star in the ring, man. Yes, she is. And her and Shasha has seemed to have some great chemistry, actually, for never teaming together. That that finishing move they do where she does the glam slam into Shasha's knee strike is unbelievable. Well timed. So definitely. Um the I'm tired of Reginald. I'm gonna say it right now. <laughs> he's the most annoyingest character I've ever met. I think he's worse than James Ellsworth. I I I agree. I agree. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Carmella though. So even no, I love you know, Carmella, but he, she doesn't. He automatically, he automatically got the uh, the for me just being 
being her, what's the word they used? Her, uh, uh, oh God, court, concierge, concierge, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's like he's like athletic Virgil with braids, right? Like, I, I just, <laughs> Thank you. He looks he, like he needs to be in a mask and with retribution. You know what I mean? <laughs> he fits in well with the hairdo and everything like that, and jumping, but. And they're playing up the, uh, the he's got a crush on Sasha storyline and all but that. But it seems jazz. like he's got a crush on Belair too. Like all, the, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. If we ended up with a three woman stable of Carmella, Sasha, and and Belair, I wouldn't mind it. But that's not going to happen. And I agree with I agree with both of you guys. Bianca Belair is the She's a star. Yes, she is the future of the women's division. She has been she has been on my radar since she came into NXT. And I'm glad she started this push because I have not had to really see her interact with Street Profits because I don't like them. They annoy the shit out of me. So the farther she can get away, that's true. But the farther they can keep her away from them, then I'll be I found it a little funny last week on SmackDown while the Street Profits were leaving the ring. Sasha came out. And all three started dancing with each other. And then Montez looked at Angela Dawkins like, we got to get out of here. She's fighting my wife. And they just walked in. And it was like, wow, that was actually real just now. That was, <laughs> I, I like that. That was a better aspect that they could have done with this. You know. So are we looking forward to Sasha and Bianca at WrestleMania? Because yes. you know that's where we're going. Well, I'm sure David would agree with me. Uh, Asuka is going to be fighting Flair, if not, you know, Probably, you know, or the the returning Raya Ripley, or maybe even a triple threat or fatal four way. Bianca should fight Sasha. They both mesh together well, and I think they'd have a great match. Mm-hmm. And I think you keep it babyface versus babyface too. I don't For know. Now, I yeah. think I'd rather see Bianca and Asuka. I just think that would really? be such a great match. Yeah, I just, I, I just feel like, and then I, I would like to see Sasha and Flair like relive kind of their. Four horsemen type deal thing again. So I don't, I'm either works though. Mm-hmm. Either I have this strange, go either way. I have this strange feeling that the night after WrestleMania, uh, that Oscar's going to retain, and the night after WrestleMania, Becky's going to pop up because she's had the baby. She's already done all she's had to do. And, you know, uh, Seth Rollins came back. Mm-hmm. And what better way than for Becky to come back than to fight the woman she gave the belt to the night after WrestleMania? I was so disappointed that when Seth came back, he came back as the Monday night. Or the <laughs> well, sorry, yeah, that's Nick, so Nick, boring. He's Nate, one of the best wrestlers in the world, and I hate that game. They set it I up the same way it. he did it on Raw. He called a town hall meeting with everybody in the ring. He's like, and I love you all, and I'm a dad now, but then wait, I'm still the Messiah. And I'm like, and Jesus I, Christ. I'm wearing my jacket with the raccoon on it. I mean, just, right? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it, it's, it, it, that gimmick just does not work. For as Seth long to me. as it doesn't it, lead back to Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins again, I think I'd be okay <laughs> with it. But definitely a dead horse we don't need to beat anymore with that one. All right. So we move on. Our main event. It is the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. Drew McIntyre, yes. AJ, Kofi, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Jeff Hardy. I was honestly hoping for this pay-per-view just to get Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus because I've been looking right. forward to that match. But it whatever. It should have been the other way around. Roman should have been defending his title in the cage, in the in the elimination chamber, and Drew should have been fighting 
you know, Sheamus outside of it. But and you could have gotten to the same place you got to, you know, Roman could have come down to Roman and Daniel Bryan at the end of the Elimination Chamber match, and you could have had Sheamus do the beatdown on Drew. Drew wins. It's a it's a clever of a match. And then just so anybody at home who hasn't watched us yet, and if you're going to listen to us and watch us and then go back and watch it, this match started at eight fifty two p.m. So this was a very short pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This pay-per-view was off the air by 9.30. It might have been the shortest pay-per-view in WWE history. Which Am I the only one that likes that it ends that early, though? Yeah, uh, no, I, I was no about to say, with it, not but... a bad thing. Not, the only, the, to me, the only pay-per-view that should be long is WrestleMania. But not and six it, hours long. And it should be four <laughs> hours long, yes. Right. I should not have to, I should, I, I, just, just, a th- just a thing, I should not have to pack a lunch to watch WrestleMania. Right. Right. You know, like it's not a work day. That one they did, the one in Dallas with Roman and and Hunter at the end, by the time that was over, I almost wasn't a wrestling fan anymore. I was like, Jesus Christ, will you just end this thing? (laughs) The WrestleMania that was here in Jersey when it was Flair, Becky, and Ronda. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that was long. It didn't end till till like 12.30 or 1 a.m. I walked out halfway through Becky, Charlotte, and and Ronda, and saw the ending at the ground floor because I didn't want to stay any longer. What, was I that was the there. one? Was that the one where it ended so late that people couldn't get trains and buses yeah. and stuff to get home? Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> I didn't get home till one thirty in the morning that night. I was like, Jesus Christ! And I was there from two two o'clock because we we tailgated. So it was like, wow, I've been in wrestling for 12 hours right now. I think I'm done. <laughs> Ryan, I agree, Ryan. They didn't, they, they did make the documentary crew leave and then Omos got to stay ringside. Yeah, but I, I was just about to read that. Yes. Yeah, but they threw yeah, Omos out happens, afterwards. Though. There's a lot of instances like, yeah, L, they let that, you know, they wouldn't let Liz to ringside, but Mr. Perfect was out there screwing him left and right, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, there's been a lot of instances where they let the heel person stay versus the, face i I think it kind of adds to the story a little bit because you're sitting over there like no why does he get to stay and she doesn't you know why won't they let liz out there because i was just watching that match before we got on so Mm -hmm. my friend never saw that match full the whole thing i was like what you never saw macho man versus rick flair at wrestlemania the full thing i've seen highlights what (laughs) (laughs) the whole match is a highlight it's one of the greatest championship matches ever yeah I agree, though, Ryan, but I think it also kind of fits the narrative that the heel gets to kind of extra advantage. Right. I thought it was really cool he ripped his door off. That was awesome. Well, mm-hmm. the, the best part about this match, and Nate, you know why I hate Rand- that I hate Randy Orton. Seeing Orton get eliminated before anybody else, the rest of the people got in the cage was like, good, good, let him go. Let him be out of the match. <laughs> Thank They're you, doing Undertaker Thank here. You. They're Thank making you, us wait until, us like, over. yeah. Yeah. I have this strange feeling that the fiend isn't coming out until WrestleMania. He's going to do I, an Undertaker. He's going to come out like two weeks before, like the Raw two weeks before, and you're sitting there like, "Where the hell is the fiend at?" And then like two weeks before the WrestleMania, he'll pop out. And they're turning Liv more. Uh, um, what's her name? Alexa Bliss into a devil worshiper. She's <laughs> sitting in the middle of a, of a star and praying and doing. It's like, wow. I like it. I mean, if you if I you can too, deal with it's... Undertaker sacrificing people like Stigmata, right. then right. you can deal with that. I mean, come on, oh, we yeah. had a we had sex on a in a on a corpse, okay? If we <laughs> and chopping hey. off a pee pee's. You know, Edge and Lita's live sex celebration was awesome. Don't you dare say it was sex on a corpse. 
No, I'm talking about Katie I Vick. I know. I know. I was making a joke. <laughs> that storyline was when shit jumped the shark. That was, oh yeah. I <laughs> was like, all right, the attitude era needs to come to an end. This is uh this is awful. Uh, hey, I'll take it again, actually. Uh, I, I would well, over over what we have today. WCW 2000, I would take over. (laughs) I don't mean to get off on a tangent. It's New York rules, bro. Archie hears me say that so much on the show. I don't mean to get off on a tangent. I love when you say that. But the biggest, biggest, like, kiss on the cheek, kick in the balls about modern sports entertainment is that, to be honest, we probably have the most gifted athletic talent in the history of the business. But we don't know. Oh, yeah, right now we do. The stories (laughs) and the booking. Like, I can't watch. I have to watch the Hulu Raw. I cannot sit through three hours of Raw. I can't do it. And it's it's sad. It makes me sad because I used to be, man, I used to, it's like, ooh, two hours. The Raw's two hours long. Raw's three hours long. I'm so happy. More wrestling, more wrestling. And now it's just so homogenized. But anyway, I digress. We're talking about Elimination Chamber. Uh, like we discussed, Orton was the first one out. I think I, I see what what David's saying about you know you're you're building the anticipation for the fiend to come back a couple of weeks Orton before Mania. Been the last person withdrew, and then the fiend should have came out and sucked his ass under the ring. I would have preferred him to be the reason but, Randy got eliminated. Yes, right. Personally, just myself. You know. But the second guy out, Sheamus eliminates Kofi, which um, I was okay with because. I have to be honest. Kofi well, they, and Xavier Woods need to be completely dissected now and let Kofi do his own thing and let Woods do his own thing the way Biggie is on SmackDown. They'll never do that because they the the new day still sells so much I know, product. I know. And stuff like that. I think I'm okay with it because Kofi's been relegated to the mid card. So why would you have him last until the end? It, it right. fit perfectly. He had his spots. He jumped off the top of the, you know, onto everyone. Right. And I, I'm I'm fine with it because he's he's back where he's always been, you know, or the mid card. So hey, he got what was it a four month world title reign? He beat Randy Orton a couple times. Dolph Ziggler, you know. I hated how he lost the belt. I think that was bullcrap. Oh, that was that's pure another, shit. Yeah, absolutely. That's another. That's another conversation. So. Did you uh, and, and I know this is, it, but David brought up merchandise. You know the number one yes. seller of WWE merchandise is right now. Yes, I don't want to talk about it. I, I know, but it's Bad Bunny, and here's my Bunny. thing: it's Bugs Bunny, okay? Because he's here's new. The thing. Because he's here's new. The thing. Well, but here's the thing: I'm I'm saying it, and where I'm I'm I am <laughs> I never even knew the guy existed before. He came right. to WWE. Right. I'm I'm 42 years old, and and I don't. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Nate, my I point is, my point is, teenagers, and they didn't know who he was. This is where I defend their decision to have him on TV. At the end of the day, WWE is a business, and he is he. My kids are 20 and 18. They know who he is. He's super Mine over with them. Mine uh, yeah, mine both do. Like, I was like, who's this Bugs Bunny guy? And my son's like, it's Bad Bunny, and he's cool. <laughs> but anyway, I, 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 I see their reasoning for what they're doing. And let's be honest, he did a better splash at the Royal Rumble than fucking Snoop Dogg did he on did. AEW. Did. 
Snoop Dogg looked he like did. he was sitting in his recliner as he was. Yeah, but I love me some Snoop. Oh, me too. Me too. Right. <laughs> so I mean, me. and you and and it's realistic to understand that. Did you really think Snoop was going to do that great of a splash? You well, know, I mean, but I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate and defending the decision to have Bad Bunny be a part of. I mean, if you liked Lawrence Taylor coming in, if you liked Mike Tyson, if you liked. Mm-hmm. Any of the rock and roll stuff from you know eighties and stuff, Cindy yeah. Loppert. And you just you know, and I get that people knew who Cindy Loppert were was versus Bad Bunny. I get it, but the dude has a millions and millions of people that do enjoy him. And just because you don't know who he is, just just like I didn't know what the hell crypto was for a while, you know, <laughs> doesn't mean it's not relevant. But yeah, Can I it actually goes to question though. Yeah, mm-hmm. has it done anything to fix ratings? Because to so, my knowledge, it hasn't. But I don't, I don't, I don't discuss ratings anymore because they don't matter. We've already. And I had know, those. I know that. But if <laughs> to not, me, they not, don't matter. Let's like, say Snoop like Dogg is see, known world oh, round, right? Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg is known world round, and when he was on AEW, they only jumped up a hundred thousand fans to watch that night, and it wasn't because of Snoop Dogg; it's because the matches and the, the, what they they were showing was going to be on. Mm-hmm. In the same regard. If Bad Bunny has 4 million fans because he's a SoundCloud rapper and whatever he is, shouldn't the numbers go up to at least an extra million people watching? Because we want to see Bad Bunny the way it did when Mike Tyson came on because we want to see Mike Tyson because he's barred from boxing. We want to see Lawrence Taylor because he's retired from football. But here's, Not- where I, here's where I say it's different. I don't watch Raw on TV. I watch it on Hulu. So I don't count in the ratings. Um, yeah, and that, that's what I always say about when when uh, like Brian Alvarez posts a tweet that says shows that seven hundred and fifty thousand people watched AEW and seven hundred thousand no, watched NXT. Here's here's my thing about that. Okay, the 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 I think the reason that AEW has more viewers on that night is because I am going to go watch NXT Thursday on WWE right. Network. Right, so or obviously, DVRing one and watching the other. It's understand. Right. I understand yeah. your point. And My in the nineties, you didn't. You had higher ratings because one, you had not millions and millions of people didn't have DVRs, right? Or they didn't. They didn't have that. The what is it? The what is that little stupid orange box that you used to get? But anyway, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The yeah, what the thing, whatever. It's like doot, doot, doot. it's like a little alien. You don't know what the hell it is. Um, you either watched Raw or you didn't. It's like right. you missed it and you go to school the next day. Oh, well, you were I the was, biggest jerk in the world, right? You I was in early? middle school or high school during the. Right. I was in middle school during the Monday Night Wars and in the high school during the end, and I fell asleep. I fell asleep one night when I was taking a nap during the invasion when ECW and WCW teamed up. And I missed the whole thing and did not know it even happened because I felt, <laughs> I slept through it. And David's at I went school. To, did you see Rhino Spear Stone Cold? What? 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 What do you mean ECW showed up? <laughs> oh my god! Like there was just no way to watch it. <laughs> or if you missed the pay per view, it's like watch it again tomorrow night. Also thirty nine ninety five. Yeah. Also. Pay for it again on fucking Monday, and you're like, what? <laughs> right. It's like I'll just get the results on Raw. What do you do? <laughs> but yeah. believe it or not, there were people buying it the next night. Oh, they yeah. were because and, and and yeah, you could you could pop a tape in and record it on a VHS tape, sure. But I did. you know, put the little tissue on the recorder thing mm-hmm. for those yep. of us who used to work at the video store. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then you get the lady that runs back in at the uh, and says, you guys are disgusting and throws Lion King at you. And you're like, what's wrong with Lion King? And you pop the sucker in to see what she's talking about. And then right when he's raising Simba at the end, it cuts to a woman and a guy having sex. And you're like, what the crap? Someone recorded their crap over Lion King? Oh, my God. Yeah, we had that happen, so. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That was good. I like it. Hey, baby, I call this one this one the, the Mufasa. <laughs> Tell me who I'm kind of Matata, baby. <laughs> All right, what about the end? Drew wins, beat down from Bobby Lashley. I thought that was very effective. It was, but I, I, I mean, I understand. We saw MVP and, and Miz talking earlier. But for a split second, I went, "Why the fuck's Lashley here?" And then I then I remembered. Wait. May twentieth, May twentieth of last year, MVP said in a promo to Drew McIntyre, "When you lose the WWE Championship, I will be involved." Yes, that's but he lost the title. To that's Orton continuity. In between he they lost actually the title to Orton in between. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, let's let's not let's not get let's not get too too <laughs> off board here. We have to give no, him. No, some no, I know. <laughs> I, I agree. No, I agree. And I'm sure MVP boasted on Raw tonight that it was his, his, him and Lashley's, you know, reasoning. I love the caption. I think Miz deserves to be world champion, whether he's a transitional champion and doesn't even hold it till Mania, or if he holds it till Mania and beyond. That man has been busting his ass since he lost the world title on red carpets and it, uh, doing every television show and everything that they send him out to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and and just showing his ass to the world <laughs> that he is here for the you know the WWE. I've never understood Ms. Hate. I don't I mean, get it. The people who hate him because he was a reality TV star turned wrestler. Okay, fine. But yeah, but that no was fifteen that. fucking right. years ago. Yeah, I right. mean, it's you know. it's um. Look, I've, I've never understood the hate for him. He is a a decent. He's he's a, a decent heel. He's swarmy enough to be a little shit champion, you right. know. Um, and they say, well, the the they they talk about him winning the title with the money and the, you know, it's not any different than the opportunist Edge. Edge did it you twice. Know? I mean, it's you know his character. The money in the bank gimmick is is built for a character like the Miz to sneak in uh, because whenever a, a, a face used it and did it, you turned him heel immediately afterwards because you booed him. Mm-hmm. Think of it. Daniel Bryan did it to the Big Show. He cashed in on the Big Show, stole the belt, walked out. The very next week, they were booing the shit out of him despite him beating the Big Show. CM Punk beat Jeff Hardy, who was out the door anyway, leaving WWE, and they booed him until he just came out and said, well, fuck it. Jeff Hardy's right. a drug addict, and I've had the world title. You know? And the greatest thing about this one is you even stack on an extra layer of heel heat because he didn't even win the Money in the Bank ladder match. Right, it was Otis's. You know, so I mean, it's 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 just a a heel, a great heel sandwich. And although I love Drew, and I would have been satisfied with Drew also, you know, countering the cash in and everything, and just going to Mania as champion. I'm not upset about the uh, the money in the bank. Drew cash. deserves another world title run. So if this gets it for him, you know, whether it be Miz or he fights Lashley for it or he becomes champion and defends it. Drew McIntyre was looked over for years, put into shitty storylines like the three-man band and you name it, fighting Hornswoggle and all that bullshit, had to go out and reinvent himself. So if this was his Vince's way of saying, I'm sorry, Great. Let him, let him enjoy de- his success. He deserves a title reign in front of audiences, too. I agree. You know, 
I think my only couple issues with it is is one, we all know it's transitional. Of course. Mm-hmm. Two, his last WrestleMania run as champion was garbage. He I don't really know if that had to up when he had and Rock. Uh huh. And I just, he just didn't do it for me. I think now he's better than he was then, in my opinion. But, mm-hmm. um, can I, David, can I ask you a question, though? Yep. Anybody in that situation, whether it would have been Flair, Hogan, Taker, HBK, Triple H, you have to deal with Cena and Rock stealing the entire spotlight. Even CM Punk crumbled under the pressure of, well, you're giving it to Cena and Rock. My championship means shit, despite it being 438 days of me with the title. Oh, yeah, but Punk's way better than Miz. But anyway, I agree, Miz. but I'm just saying anybody in that situation would not have had a good WrestleMania match because the Rock and Cena were on top of their heads. You guys want to feel just... old? What? You said the name. In four months, it'll be 10 years since the pipe bomb. <laughs> Yep. Damn. <laughs> It'll be, just, what, 10 years since Nexus? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Nexus? <laughs> wow, you really made me feel old, because I was like a young kid jumping for joy when he cut that promo. <laughs> my wife walked in the room, my mouth's on the floor, she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, he's doing Yeah, this. I was like, he's 24. Doing, like, doing what? Like, he's cutting the promo we all wanted him to. Yeah. She, she <laughs> sat down and listened. He said New Japan Pro Wrestling, and even her mouth dropped. She was like, damn. Yeah, I was twenty five when he cut that. Uh, when he cut I the was pipe 29. I was twenty nine. Pretty crazy. Well, I still had the same amount of hair, though. <laughs> As do I. Yep. <laughs> to end our broadcast tonight, <laughs> overall, what did you think about the pay per view, and how do you feel about Mania going into Mania season? Are you excited? Do you think we're on on the road to a good WrestleMania, a great WrestleMania, or a shit WrestleMania? Um. I give Elimination Chamber a solid seven, so a B-plus show. Um, I think that we're on the road to a good WrestleMania, but beings that we're still... If they actually fill the Tampa Bay Buccaneer Arena with the 25,000 fans like they're supposed to, and then, you know, the fill-in seats like they're going to and whatnot with the paper people, mm-hmm. then we're in for a good WrestleMania. It won't be great, but it'll be a good one. If they can't fill it all the way, though, because COVID decides to come back for its revenge and not let them have a live crowd, then we're in for a subpar WrestleMania like last year. Uh, I'd give it a – I'd say it was a good show. Um, I'd probably give it the same score. I probably would have ended things a couple differently in a couple ways. Uh, I would have saved Brian for Fastlane against Reigns. Um, agree. I probably would do things differently because I would, pref- but that's my opinion. I would prefer, right? Like I said, I would prefer Daniel and uh, and um, shit Edge. Um, I'd like to see Nakamura get back up in there. I, I have a lot of ideas that would make WrestleMania great, but that would be right. my opinion versus others. I think if they do it right, we're shaping up for a good show. I think Bianca versus any of the women, whether it's Oscar, Flair, or um, but I have a bad feeling they're going to put Becky Lynch back in there somewhere. So they're going to screw that somehow. And I like, I don't dislike Becky, but I don't know. Bianca and Sasha would be great, but I, I would prefer Bianca and Asuka. Because I think they tear the house down. Um, <clears throat> I think the, the U.S. title is, is looking good. I'd like to see uh, um, Lee versus uh, Riddle. I think that'd be a great match. I agree. Um, I think the tag divisions need some work. Definitely. 
they've been put on the back burner quite a bit. I'd like to see, I'm loving, not to go off subject, but I'm loving the Adam Cole stuff. That's going to yeah. be some great stuff yeah, for I'm WrestleMania. That's going to be a good match with him versus, uh, what's his name? Um, Riley. I think he's going to face Riley. It I might be not. a triple threat, maybe. but Could even be a fatal four-way. I'd be done into it, and you got four of the best in the world, you know. Yeah, so you got some good stuff for NXT, but they have to do the card right for it to be great. Mm-hmm. But I think I think they'll mess up somewhere because it's WWE, and that's what we're used to. Yep. So I think it's going to be good where we're going to be sitting there going, man, I would have preferred this match versus this one. Right. So. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you for joining me on this edition of That's Not Wrestling, the week in sports entertainment. We will be back next week with our show reviews, and we'll try to hit you on Sunday as normal. So like I said, and sorry, Nate, everybody. I was sick as hell yesterday. Nate, just a cheap plug. Yes. Uh, Living in the War will be back this Thursday, uh, AEW versus NXT. Uh, I'm sorry I missed the last couple of weeks, but I've been busy with work and family and everything like that. Uh, we will be just discussing the matches that take place head-to-head between both shows and giving them a grade and see who wins. Right now, NXT leads 2-1 to one over AEW. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody, and we will see you next week. And, David, Archie, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. 